Hello, and welcome to episode 49 of Stories of Strangeness. Ooh, getting close. I know, right? To what? 50. I thought we'd done more than 50, to be honest. No. The, the episode numbers give you a guide. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, that. Yeah. Um, well, even though it's a mic episode, we've got a little bit of, like, you know, something to say before we get into it. Bit of news. Bit, bit of news. news. So, going back to episode 33, which if you haven't listened to yet, now might be a good time. The Summerton Man yeah. has been identified, they think. They think. They think. So, more than 70 years later, a researcher says they've solved the mystery. The Summerton Man was... Dun, 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 dun. Do the drum roll. Carl Webb. Oh, now it's all, all better. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they did some DNA research based on hairs found in the mask they made. Yeah, I think. they made a death mask. They made them, a death they? mask, yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, no one thought to do that up until now. Well, I... I don't know if it was that nobody thought to do it, but it was, yeah, they can do a lot more with forensic genealogy than they used to be able to do ever since the Bearbrook case, which if you haven't listened to the podcast Bearbrook, it's really good. It's a kind of true crime whodunit, but it all centers around this one woman who basically pioneered the field of forensic forensic genealogy is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Okay. Were you thinking yourself there, love? Well done. So Derek Abbott analysed the Somerton man's DNA using hairs preserved when they made a plaster model of his face. He teamed up with US forensic expert Colleen Fitzpatrick, who specialises in cold cases, to build an extended family tree using the DNA. And from 4,000 names, the pair narrowed it down to just one, Carl Webb. They then tracked down the man's living relatives using their DNA to confirm his identity. There's a quote saying it's a triangulation from two totally distant parts of the family tree. Apparently it was his paternal first cousin and his maternal first cousin. So they came from different sides of his family. Right. And because both the DNAs matched, they were able to triangulate it back to him. Wow. So apparently he was born in 1905 in a suburb of Melbourne. He was the youngest of six siblings and married Dorothy Robertson, known as Doff Webb which is what brought him to Adelaide. Apparently there was some evidence to say that him and his wife had separated and they were estranged and he might have gone to Adelaide to track her down. So it might have been, maybe he saw her happy and decided to end it. Who knows? Not sure. But yeah, interesting. So there we go. So there's a a long-term case over 70 years that's now been solved and i'm sure that at the time when we recorded we were like well we'll never know yeah and now we do we'll never find the oh hang on no just we're wrong again yeah (laughs) just 15 episodes later or 16 i think it is i can't do maths yeah yeah 16 but yeah it's it's probably a good time to go back and revisit that episode I might have to because I can't remember anything about it. I just remember Brilliant. he was on a beach, wasn't he, or something? He was found on a beach, yeah. yeah I remember it was the whole that. Tamam Australian. Shud thing. Oh, yeah, the yeah. thing, the bit of paper from the, the Rubat of Omar Khayyam in his pocket that said Tamam Shud, which means it is finished. Oh. Yeah. So he, it sounds like maybe he realised his wife was not going to come back to him at any point. That was it for him. Who knows? They're still waiting on toxicology, apparently, or something. Anyway, back to the present day. Back to the present day. And episode 49. Yeah, and And now we're going to go a couple of hundred years back into history. Oh, gosh, okay. (laughs) For a very old case, which is also unknown, which is the Oak Island Money Pit. Have you heard about this? No, I don't think I have. Awesome. So, 
Is it Scrooge McDuck? It might be. Okay. Yeah. Did he Don't solve a mystery? Spo- spoilers. Love. Sorry. Spoilers. Oh, Don't... Have I solved it? <laughs> 200 odd year old <laughs> thing and it turns out to be Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> anyway. Mahone Bay, Nova Scotia is home to th- over 350 islands. All uninhabited except for Big Tancook Island. Tales of pirates hiding in the natural coves of the bay are still told today along with stories of privateers plundering the settlements on shore and of fireships drifting in the bay at night. In fact, Mahone Bay takes its name from a type of Mediterranean pirate ship. Ooh. Yeah. These days, the bay sees more yacht club activity than pirates. Probably luckily, really. But the area is home to one enduring mystery, which takes place on Gloucester Isle, currently owned by Rick and Marty. Lagina. <laughs> Legina. I'm hoping it's not Legina. Legina Legina, something like that. I'm going to go with Legina. Oh, gosh. Anyway, the island is covered in red oaks, found only on this one island in the bay, leading to the name most people know it by, Oak Island. They were really inventive back in the day, weren't they? Absolutely. Here, that island full of oaks, what should we call that? I don't know, Oak Island, right, done. In this place called Nova Scotia. No, that was a rubbish idea. Hang on, hang on. No, I've already written it, it's done now. That's like New Scotland, isn't it? It is New Scotland. Yes. Yeah. The island is thought to be host to a treasure. Some say it's the treasure of the pirate Captain Kidd, worth two million pounds at the time of its burial. <gasps> yeah, this is a lot of cheddar. He's <laughs> a lot of cheddar. <laughs> a lot of cheddar. Other theories involve Blackbeard, Edward Teach, who said that he buried his treasure where none but Satan and myself can find it. But he might not have said it in that voice. Um, (laughs) Also, Templars, Freemasons, or Incas may be behind the treasure in its location. Or Spanish sailors hiding treasure from a wrecked galleon. Or lizard people. Oh, no, no. We're not going back to lizard people. (laughs) That was last episode. Leave it alone. Or British engineers during the Seven Years' War. Or French engineers burying the treasure of the fortress of Louisbourg. Gosh, so everyone's had a bit of a go. Maybe yep. they all did it, and that's yep. why it's a money pit. Yeah, there's uh, there's one I actually haven't even written down on here, which is it could be the home of the Ark of the Covenant, who knows? <laughs> um, or maybe it was Marie Antoinette's jewels given to a maid who fled to Nova Scotia. The hanging gardens of Babylon! <laughs> I think that's the only thing that wasn't listed as a possibility. Or it could have been manuscripts that detail Francis Bacon as the true author of Shakespeare's works and leader of the Rosicrucians, oh as Lord. written about in a 1953 book by Penn Leary. Anyway, this is the story proper. In 1795, or alternatively 1799, a lot of details are sketchy about this because it happened a long time ago, Daniel McGuinness, formerly McInnes until the family changed their name, ventured out onto the island a short distance from shore. It's only about 630 feet away from the shoreline, this island. Unperturbed by wild and salacious rumours about the island involving floating green lights in the tree line and the men who went to investigate never returning, and also despite allegedly having seen the lights himself, go on. Is it the one that whispers too? No. Oh. Green lights and whispering. I've yeah. heard something about that. Uh, and also, alleged, despite allegedly having seen the lights himself, he boldly set out to explore. Daniel's original motivations are lost to time and have been variously reported as boredom, intrigue, treasure hunting, or looking for a place to start a farm. 
thought you were going to say fire. No, nope. <laughs> just a place to start just a, a fire. I you could know, really do with setting a fire. That place looks good it's with got all a lot the of trees. trees. <laughs> I won't struggle for kindling. Daniel stumbled onto what looked to be a man-made clearing. There was an oak tree with a horizontal branch that looked to have been sawn off at the end. Underneath, there was a depression in the ground of about 13 feet in diameter. McGuinness had heard, as many people in the area had, about the supposed treasure left on the island by one Captain Kidd. As with many treasure halls, there was also a curse supposedly attached to this one. All the oaks must be felled, and seven men will die in the search for the treasure before it is found. It's worth noting that many of the oaks still remain standing, and six men have died in the search for the treasure to date. <gasps> So they've lost their lives searching both in the money pit and the island generally. Daniel thought that the depression could be where the treasure was buried, and since it was allegedly worth around two million, which was an unimaginable amount of wealth in the late 1700s. I mean, it's a fair amount now. It's not chump change. No. He wanted to dig. Knowing that the task was beyond him alone, he returned the next day with two friends. Daniel, with help from his friends, got onto the branch, which was about 16 feet from the ground. He saw abrasions on the branch, as if maybe a block and tackle had been slung over it, perhaps to lower things down into a pit Mm. underneath the depression. They started to dig. In it. Just two feet down, their shovels hit rock that turned out to be flagstones, which seemed to have come from a local river a couple of miles away. The layout looked like a threshing floor, which apparently also has Masonic meaning. Mm. They cleared them out and kept digging. About ten feet down, they reach oak logs. They also note pick marks, presumably from the original excavation. They remove the logs, thinking that the treasure must be close. Another ten feet down, they hit another log platform. They remove those logs too and keep going, and at the thirty-foot mark they hit another log platform. Oh my god. At this point, they're tired, and digging is getting hard. They have to get the earth out 30 feet to clear the Mm. hole. They went to get help, but the locals are wary of the island and the rumours that went with it. It took seven years to 1802 before a company was formed, the Onslow Company, to investigate and excavate, and including the three men, along with investors. The pit had been partially filled in and had partially collapsed. The company dug down to the 30-foot mark and found another log platform, this time with a man-made putty between some of the logs, presumably as some form of sealant. They removed the oak platform and kept going. At 40 feet, they discovered charcoal. The thought was that a fire was maybe made into the pit to pull fresh air down into it, to keep the diggers digging. This was a a, a thing that people used to believe, that if you set a fire, it pulls fresh air down as the heat rises. uses it. (laughs) Well, some of it, but there's also some to to breathe, but you'd need some kind of chimney to make sure the smoke was funneled away from you. At 50 feet, they found beach stones with strange markings on them. Further down, they found coconut fibres. Now, the interesting thing about this is... The closest coconuts would be in the Caribbean. Yeah. 1,500 miles away. But if you're a pirate with lots of rum, you've obviously been down there. Yeah. 
So it was used like dunnage, which is kind of like packing material, similar to polystyrene chips or bubble wrap. Mm. That's basically what they used to use. And apparently they used to use a lot of coconut fibres in boats because it floats and helps keep the, the boat buoyant, if, especially if you've got a lot of cargo on board. Yeah. And it doesn't degrade in seawater. No, coconut fibres can stay in seawater yeah. for years and not break up and well, yeah, because break they, down. they float, don't they, to, yeah. to spread. Absolutely. Eventually, they dig down to 90 feet. Dear That's goodness. a nine-storey building down. Yeah. With log platforms every 10 feet. There, at the 90-foot mark, they found a large stone slab, about a foot and a half wide, 24 to 36 inches long, and about 10 inches thick. It weighed reportedly between 175 to 500 pounds, which is about 12 and a half to 35 stones, or 79 to 226 kilograms. It's quite a big difference there. Again, we're going on very old yeah. records, so it's difficult to say exactly. I'm so heavy. Now, the interesting thing about this is when they flipped it over, on the side facing down into the pit, there were some strange kind of hieroglyphic style I glyphs. scratch marks. Well, <laughs> yeah, they were. They looked like they'd been scratched in with a blunt instrument rather than carved in with a right. sharp one, apparently. But it looked like hieroglyphics. There were triangles, there were dots, there were yeah. arrows and things like that. They took the, the stone out and somebody tried to decipher what these markings said. And it allegedly said, 40 feet below, 2 million pounds is buried. They cracked it using a substitution cipher, where a very simple substitution cipher is A is 1, B is 2, C yeah. is 3, so on. Now, the translation was hotly contested, in part due to it apparently being written in English, which was not necessarily likely, but also because no rubbings of the original stone were made. The inscription was copied from the stone onto paper, but yeah, it was, it, there was never any direct thing yeah, taken. Eventually, the stone was exhumed and put on display in the home of John Smith, one of the company's financiers. Eventually, Smith, worried about others using the message to find the treasure, created a frame for it and sealed its cryptic contents away. And then it disappeared. Of course it did. Well, I'll get into that in a minute. Another 40 feet, with 90 feet already dug, seemed eminently possible. We're not far now, lads. We're near the treasure. God. They drilled down with a pole to explore the shaft without having to actually dig. At 98 feet, they strike another wooden platform. The soil coming up seemed to be more moist than previously. Because they're in a lake! No, they're not in a lake, they're on an island. Yeah, an island is in a lake. What about the water table? It's in a bay. But it's, yeah, but they'll be like... Yeah, where it's, does the it's water in, soak? It's next to the ocean rather yeah. than a lake. I know. Okay, so it's yeah. but it's an island. It's surrounded. You dig down water. far enough, you get wet, wet earth. Basically. Exactly. Like you say, the water table. Anyway, by this time, the day and the light were fading, so they suspend works. They come back the next day to find the pit is now flooded to the thirty-three foot mark. Told you. They <laughs> lost about sixty feet worth of digging. They begin to bail out the shaft, but seem to get nowhere. They shut down work until they can figure out what to do. Eventually, they find a Mr. Mosher, who has a water pump. They pump out the water and clear the shaft to 90 feet. And then the pump bursts. 
work is stopped for the year, as it's now getting into late autumn, the beginnings of winter, harvest time. Busy. They don't have the, the people because yeah. everybody's busy. They return in 1805 to dig another shaft 14 feet away from the main shaft. They get down to 110 feet and the shaft is dry, so they tunnel across to the main pit. Surprising no one but themselves, the new shaft floods and work is stopped. <laughs> because they drill right into the water. Yes. Excellent work, guys. Excellent yeah. work. Cracking. In 1849, the Truro Company was formed by investors and the pit was re-excavated down to 86 feet but then flooded again. The company then used a pod auger to drill five holes. Back down at 98 feet, they encounter a spruce platform then hit layers of oak, then pieces of metal, another spruce layer, then clay for seven feet. How far down are they now? They're about 86 feet, uh, 98, 98 feet, and then another seven feet, so 105. But they're, they're not coming back with anything, like yeah. flecks of metal, not looking like they were part of anything. It's yeah. just bits of metal and, and spruce, so they're like... Ugh. So another shaft was dug, 109 feet deep, and a tunnel branched off into the main pit. Once again, it flooded. It didn't, did it? Yep. Oh, you do surprise me. This time, it was noted that the water rose and fell with the tide. Yeah. Well, it's a decent way inland. Anyway, the company then turned its attentions to nearby Smith's Cove, an artificial beach, they found out. Yeah. They excavated and built a coffer dam to keep the sea out and found a stone flood tunnel system. It seemed to be allowing water into the pit like a siphon. The stone tunnels, about four feet by two feet, resembled a hand with several fingers that aligned with beach stones, coconut fibres and eelgrass that acts as a filter, keeping out debris from the ocean. Unfortunately, a storm washed away the coffer dam. They resigned to stop the main tunnel that the fingers converge to, figuring that if they do, it will stop the shaft from flooding. When they failed, they dug another <laughs> shaft of oh 118 my... feet deep and again tunneled over. like cheese. Yep, but the original shaft collapsed and it is speculated that the treasure fell through the new shaft and into a deeper void. A painted wooden dish was recovered just before the company ran out of money and dissolved in 1851. The platforms with putty had basically been a hydraulic seal, keeping the pit dry. When those were removed, the flood tunnels acted like a valve and flooded the tunnel. Excellent! So somebody was extremely clever in hiding their treasure if yes. this was the case. It's This is Goonies levels. I, I was going to say, this is like one-eye willy Goonies yeah. style -y. The next major excavation was by the Oak Island Association. The pit was once again dug down to 88 feet and two more shafts were dug. The first shaft was meant to hit a flood tunnel but missed, and the second intersected with the original pit at a depth of 105 feet. Both flooded when a flood tunnel was actually breached. A platform put into the pit collapsed and took the next two platforms and dropped those into the pit as well. Excellent. This put the supposed treasure at 119 feet below ground with 24 meter cubed of timber on top. Not ideal. No. But probably the plan. Yes. The first death actually occurred in 1861 when a pump engine boiler burst, killing an unnamed man and scalding several others. 
1862, another 107 foot shaft was dug and used to pump out water, which got down to 130 feet. Some tools were recovered. The pumps could not keep up with the water, though, considering they were trying to pump out the ocean. <laughs> And efforts to seal the flood tunnels at Smith's Cove also failed when the tide broke through the barriers they placed in there. The main shaft was at this point deemed unsafe, and again, money ran out and work stopped. In 1866, the Oak Island El Dorado Company, aka the Halifax Company, was formed. They tried to seal the flood tunnels and again failed, and then turned to the original shaft. After finding bits of wood, coconut fibre, soft clay and blue mud, but little else, they gave up in 1867. In 1896, an unnamed group came to the island with steam pumps and boring equipment. Flood water, again, was a problem, but boring samples were taken. A small piece of sheepskin parchment was recovered with the letters VI or WI written on it in India ink. A second death occurred in 1897 when Maynard Kaiser fell to his death in the pit. In 1898, red paint was poured into the pit and was discovered to be coming out from three exit holes around the island. In 1909, the Old Gold Salvage Group, which included one Franklin Delano Roosevelt, cleared the pit out to 113 feet. Divers were sent to investigate and borings were taken, but nothing of interest discovered. In 1928, a New York newspaper published a story about Oak Island, attracting the attention of William Chappell, or Chappell, who made a 163-foot shaft southwest of what he believed was the site of the 1897 shaft. He found some tools, including a Cornish miner's pick. Gilbert Hedden also saw the story and was intrigued by the engineering problems around recovering the alleged treasure. He made six trips to the island and came to England to consult Harold T. Wilkins, author of the book Captain Kidd and His Skeleton Island, about a link between a map in the book and Oak Island. Hedden began works in 1935 after purchasing the southeastern end of the island, but recovered Bupkis. <laughs> in 1959, Robert Restall and his son tried to seal the storm drain. On August the 17th, Restol was overcome by hydrogen sulphide fumes. His son went into the shaft to save him and succumbed also. Carl Grazer, Restol's work partner, along with Cyril Hiltz and Andy DeMont, went down to save the two men. A visitor, Edward White, was lowered down on a rope and managed to bring back DeMont. Restol, his son, Grazer and Hiltz died. Wow. The same year, Robert Dunfield leased parts of the island. He built a causeway, which still exists, to bring a crane over. He dug the pit down to 134 feet, to no avail. In 1967, a syndicate was formed to explore the island, and then Triton Alliance was formed from two of its members. Triton workers excavated a 235-foot shaft, Whoa. supported by a steel caisson, Kaysen, not sure, into the bedrock in 1971. It's basically like a steel support cage. Yeah. Cameras lowered into the shafts recorded possible chests, human remains and tools, but camera tech in 71 was not sufficient to verify the claims and none have been independently confirmed. The shaft collapsed and work was abandoned. In 1996, Robert S. Young purchased four forested acres on the island. 
it is the only untouched part of the island remaining. Young died in 2020 and the land is owned by his estate, likely to be offered for sale soon. <gasps> Robert documented his finds, including a solid silver 1781 Spanish half-real coin on his website. Link in the notes. Ooh. <laughs> in 2006, brothers Rick and Marty Lagina, 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 <laughs> invested in the island and began a reality TV show on the History Channel called The Curse of Oak Island. They have found two offshore wharfs, one about 16 feet wide and too large to be a simple fisherman's wharf. They've also conducted seismic testing which revealed a possible sunken ship in a triangle-shaped swamp. During the course of their series they have found mostly tools, but also a few tantalising items such as a 17th century Spanish 8 Maravedis copper coin, military buttons, two 17th century King Charles II Britannia coins, another coin seemingly with the cross of the Knights Templar on it, mm -hmm. a copper ring, a chest hinge, a small lead cross, a decorative keyhole plate, a garnet brooch, a gold plated brooch, a possible crossbow bolt, lots more coins, mostly from the 17th century, some hand-painted pottery, and two chunks of metal that registered as 0.07 and 0.2% gold. In any case, the treasure remains elusive, if it even exists. There are theories that the pit was simply used in the tar-making process, or that it's just a natural pit, a sinkhole. Early accounts mention no log platforms, but markings on the wall, most likely appearing to be made from man-made tools. Uh, according to one theory, the pit is a natural sinkhole, and the platforms of logs are just trees that fell in over time. Rubbish. Very conveniently spaced. And very conveniently, these coconuts accidentally rolled along and fell down there yeah. at specific points as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Eventually, we may have to concede that the money pit is exactly that, a pit that people have poured money, time, resources, and even lives into, sometimes literally. What do you think? I think it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't heard of that before. All I can think of, see, in my head, the island isn't that big. And it's just, there's literally it's not, holes it's not that big. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Because what do they do? Do they dig this, this it's, it's, massive hole? They should hole. rename it Swiss Cheese Island yeah. now. They dig the big hole and then they just fill it fill it in again. Is See, that what they were doing? They well, must do. Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes it said that the, the hole got filled in. I think the original site of the, the, the depression and the pit is now lost to memory. Because nobody knows so where that is. They've got rough go ideas it. and that, but yeah, Has, nobody's entirely sure. So you said that no one has ever actually cut all the oak down. The trees yeah. on the island, no. So uh, in my head... There's at least four says, acres that are completely forested because yeah. the guy bought them and then did nothing with them. If he, if it says you have to cut all the trees down, yeah. in my head, that means you'll find something. It means that somewhere in those trees, mm. there's something else that you need. Well, apparently there was, there was a thing where what a lot of pirates used to do was put a nail underneath a branch to signify where your treasure was buried. Right. Because then they could go and find the tree and look up and whichever tree had the, the nail underneath it, you dig a few feet over to, you know... Compensate for compensate growth. Compensate for growth and there's your treasure. Yeah. Now, it didn't actually say there was a nail stuck in this tree, but the, he said it, it looked like there were abrasions on the branch and it looked like it had been sawed off at the end. So there's yeah. a good chance there was a block and tackle. But that could have just been lowering the logs in. Yeah. 
you know. But it sounds like, and and there are various theories because there's some people who say even the the five fingered storm drain siphon whatever yeah. system it was was just naturally occurring things in the case but they were lined with beach stones which sounds unlikely yeah they seem to possibly be more man-made but yeah the putty as a seal so basically it sounds like it sounds like if you knew where to dig what you should have done is dug nearby and tunneled across at the right right thing and it would have been dry but by digging in from the top and removing all of these these things. platforms of logs with the putty in, yeah. you break the seal. On another podcast, they described it as like putting a, a straw into a drink, putting your finger over the end, and, and pulling it, and up. then letting go, yeah. and the water pours out. It's like the reverse of that almost. Yeah. So once you start taking these log platforms, you're away, basically taking it, the cork out, and it, it sets off yeah. the trap. But I have a theory. Now, if I was going to bury my treasure, this is what I would do. Okay. I would dig a pit. Yeah. And I would put log platforms in it yeah. at very specific depths yeah. and set up all this amazing trap. Yeah. And then I'd bury my treasure about 50 feet away. Yeah. About six, because, foot, six foot down, move over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because if somebody finds something like that, they're like, oh, somebody's got to, to have buried something here. Because look, they've gone to all this trouble of setting up these oak platforms and the, the flagstones and this stone which was face down yeah. and all the rest of it, which is weird, right? If it was face down. Yeah. Maybe, again, you should have been coming up from below rather than whatever. But I would do all that, and people would fixate on that, and my my treasure 50 feet away wouldn't have gone. Well, noticed. this is it. When it said 40 You could have buried it four feet down. Okay, you said there was different symbols on there, because I immediately thought, right, yeah. okay, you have to remember how that was positioned in there and how it looks from the bottom, because yeah. that could be directions from that stone, saying it's 40 foot. Yeah, and maybe they it took means, it out. Maybe it means it's 40 foot to the left or to the yeah. right, not down. yeah. Well, the translation apparently was 40 feet below. Below what, though? Yeah. Well, you'd assume below the stone because mm. it didn't say anything otherwise, so you would assume so. But, yeah, you're right. It might not have been anything like that at all. And, again, that translation is is rather hotly contested because yeah. a lot of people looked at it and went, no. Nah. But the stone disappeared and then it was so it went to this guy's house and it apparently was set above his chimney breast right so it's set into on his the, mantle yeah on his yeah. mantle essentially and then he put a, a box around it because he got too many questions and too many people coming people over like, just to see the just stone to come and, and touch whatever. it and turn yeah, it over and exactly the, yeah so then i think it went missing for a while and then it turned up in a tannery and bookbinders Oh. And apparently the bookbinder had been using its flat underside or, you know, the, fa- the the flat side without any symbols on it to hit leather and, <gasps> yeah, gosh, that kind of thing. And then it got sold to a, a bookshop in Halifax. And I think it was, I think it was either part of a sign or something along those sort of lines. Somehow built in, but yeah, like this had been Random. going on for ages. And then some of the other stuff I read said that some people had looked at it and the the marks were really faint and you could barely see them it's kind been of thing. Leather. Stuff. Well, no, he was hitting <laughs> no. the other side in theory. Right. The, yeah. The yeah. Flat I was side. joking. But yeah, and and people were saying, well, because of the type of stone it was, those marks shouldn't have disappeared. Yeah. If they'd have been carved in the way it was told, they should still be pretty much as viewable yeah. as they were. 100 years ago or whatever because the stone hasn't done much 
but apparently it was all very faint and you could barely make anything out. So it's all a bit kind of up in the air as to whether anybody actually translated it or not or what. But yeah, weird one. 200 odd, 220 odd years, I think okay, it is. The thing that I, I find very difficult, or I, I don't know if it's, I'm just impressed, yeah. is that these people were digging up something that has been set up so many years previous yeah. and having such a hard job that yeah. the person who did it originally really knew what they really, were doing. Really, really put the had time in. Had a very in. solid grasp of engineering. Exactly. Or at least had and an innate sense of how to create a valve that would flood if, if you dug down yeah. into it the wrong way. Yeah. Ingenious. It's, it's mad. That's so mad. So if it was Captain like. Kidd, he was an absolute star. He was really, really clever. And having this inlet come from an artificial beach that flooded the, the thing. Yeah. If you, yeah, just insane. So set all of that up and instead just going, they're going to have fun with this. And the thing <laughs> is, it's like the whole thing about, you know, buried pirate treasure and blah, blah, blah. And you go, okay, right. Did the pirate never go back and get it? Well, this is another thing. There that might be I, bugger all down there. I often wonder about that. They're like, oh, that's that pirate's buried treasure. Why, why did they do that? Yeah. Buried treasure well, I was mean, just surely it was there temporarily. Game so they couldn't pop down the bank with it. You know, Lloyds would have given them hell about like trying to. I'm sorry, we don't take doubloons. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this 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 ring's still on a finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it would have been a temporary thing. Surely, like, oh yeah, we're going to just bury this here until everything cools off, and then think, we'll go back for it. And then they go back for it at some point. And uh, someone would know. I think that uh, I don't know. Maybe the thing was they were constantly pillaging and plundering and all the rest of it so they never really went short for a, a bob or two so they had their kind of everyday spending money that they needed to get repairs done on the shift pay pay the men <laughs> you know grog, go out for pizza <laughs> you know a stay in a port whatever they were fine for all that kind of walking around money or sailing around money sailing around yeah. money, yeah <laughs> but so yeah their big hoard they buried it just in case you know they got boarded so it wasn't on the ship which yeah. makes sense at some point, you would have gone back for it or put it yeah. somewhere. But then I think, then, if there were these tunnels to go into it, yeah, you probably had to access this place not from above. Well, like I say, either you have from to wait. Do you know what? It's one of these things. A particular no, no, no. As in, like a particular time of year when the tide is at a certain level, right, one of those fingers may be may be big enough to, you know, crawl up there and well, grab the stuff it was and go. Four foot by two foot. You're not getting up there. Your, and anything, your, anything your cabin you, boy could your cabin two boy foot, could, but he's not he's not dragging foot. a big chest of jewels back no, with him, is he? No, it doesn't have to. Doesn't it? Could, might not be. It could be like little bags of yeah. you know bags of gold. And again, and just go out. Just says right, go go in and get two bags and come back, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe. But actually, how do you know all of them were two foot by four foot? Does it say? Because yeah, also, I two foot is quite exactly. big. Two mm, foot by four foot. Two foot's like that. Which I'm gesticulating for the you know listeners. But that's I could I could walk down something that was two foot by four foot. I just have to bend over a little bit. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm look. I'm short. I can bend over, and I'm not two foot wide. Fuck off. Quite frankly. Foot and a half. Yeah, it gives me quarter of a foot either I'm, side. I'm, I'm at least that about foot and a half oh wide at the shoulders. Am I going to have to get my bloody tape measure out again? I mean, not right now, but yeah, maybe after we've finished Honest, recording. Honestly, can, yeah, men and measure measure some select Look, bits of. That's me. a foot, yeah. Yeah, two foot. You're not telling me that's going to be uncomfortable to walk down. That is not a foot, love. That's like six inches. That is not six. That's inches. that's not what you just did before. That's that is exactly what I did before, and that is about two foot. 
anyway, that's not uncomfortable to get through. All right, fine. But, yeah, like you say, you would have had to have gone when you knew the tide the was not only low, but staying low but for a But these are people that lived on the sea, that knew. Yeah, that knew the sea. They that's, would know. That's a fair point, yeah. So if all these things are in place to make sure that it's not flooding, yeah, it seems bizarre. For what? Why? Why? Yeah. So they've done all of this, so that it's almost like if someone tries to come at it from above, it's all ruined. It gets washed away, and that's the tempting. And way that's to what do it, they did. It? Yeah. And that's what they, because they didn't realise they just had to wait until a particular time, particular day, particular tide. I mean, there's, and they just crawl in there's there. There's no walk way in a, parrot, there. A, parrot? a parrot. No. <laughs> That, there's no way a pirate's doing that at all. <laughs> no, at there's all. no way. Even a you know a pirate with a team of people is digging down a couple of hundred feet, ninety to a hundred, maybe. But by God, that's an undertaking. Like I say, ninety feet is a nine-story building. Hundred feet, ten-story building. Digging down even more than six feet is well. I'm not even doing that. Six feet because they're going to have done it with like real, really basic stuff. Absolutely knackering. And for a team of guys to dig a 100-foot hole, because they said, what, 40 feet below 90, so that's 130 feet in mm-hmm. theory, was the treasure. Unless to dig down that far, but then an- in theory they did because they put the platforms in. Yeah, well, this they must have done. But surely you'd think it would, I suppose it was probably, like I say, it's an uninhabited island. and in It could have been done over years and years odd, and years. yeah. yeah. Well, it's like we've said before, isn't it? The, the thing we forget in modern times is that people dedicated, you know, 12 hours a day, every day of their lives to doing a particular thing because well, they didn't have it. to do anything else. Sometimes took lifetimes and it would yeah. be passed on to someone else and they wouldn't see their projects But you wouldn't think finished. a pirate would want to do that much work just to hide something. Like I say, if you were going to hide something at the bottom of there... He could have been bored and be a real prankster. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's got to the top of his game. What else is there? <laughs> He's just like, bugger it, I'm going to invent trolling. Yeah, he's like, do you know what? I've sailed the seven seas, I've seen mermaids and krakens, and I've met Davy Jones and been to his locker. There were some sandwiches, an old cap. Uh, It wasn't very interesting. Yeah, you know. And now I just want to prank some people in the future. Yeah, yeah. Captain Kid was just like, I'm all about that prank life, baby. Yeah. Woo! But um, the sadly, pe- the hashtag wasn't invented at that point, so he couldn't he couldn't hashtag anything. So he was just like, "I hope people remember this." <laughs> the paint thing, though, I'm surprised yeah. it took him that long to do that. Yeah, well, well I don't know. Maybe don't back there, think like you. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you know, trying to find yeah. a, a pour a load of food coloring down, see where it comes yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. But apparently, three different exits on the island, which you would have had to have done a quick lap of the island to even find that out. Well, if it's red, it's going to be really noticeable, isn't it? Exactly, but so, you still would have had to have done a lap around oh, the yeah, island. Oh, yeah, but you've probably got people looking out, haven't they? Yeah, maybe, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's... Um, I've been, I want to have a look at the island now, like from above. I want to see it. Okay, well, we can find it on Google I'll Earth. I'll find and look it at on it. Google Earth. And, yeah. and then I'll be like, oh, look, if you look, there's this bit here and My that bit there. My home bay, Nova Scotia. One right and close also, to the shore, Oak uh, Island. Nova Scotia is one of my favourite words. Nova Scotia, it's two words. Well, okay. Nova. But, Scotia. <laughs> I just like it. It's Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It kind of rolls off the tongue. So apparently there was there was also talk of Masonic symbolism on some of the... Because the, some of the beach stones they found at one point had strange markings on them. 
they uh, always say that though, don't oh there's yeah. some marks on it, so it must be Masonic. Do you mean that a Mason, as in just a person who does stuff with stone, marked it? Or are you talking about the actual Freemasons? Freemasons? Um, also well, it could think, just be when was the three hundredth anniversary? That was a few years back. It wasn't was a few it, it was just was it, it the first it? year we were in here, so like five years ago, six years ago? Something like that. Yeah. So that's what? Twenty Is maths here, come on. Seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Something like that. Yeah, I reckon about then. Yeah, that sounds about right actually. And then it was because it was seventeen seventeen that the yeah. Grand Lodge of England was set up, and that was the, th- the three hundred centenary. Yeah. yeah. So seventeen seventeen. It's around the same sort of time period. It's a bit earlier. Maybe they wanted to make a Grand Lodge on the island. Yeah. And then they went, no, there's too many holes. Grand Lodge of Oak Island, Nova Scotia. It sounds a little unlikely, considering We've... especially that the island is uninhabited. But that's Who are you going to get to turn up to the lodge? Secret. People from the mainland. You said it was only like, what, 600 feet away? Get their little boats across. Won't be Mass disturbed boats, yeah. when they're doing their little, yeah. you know, little stuff. Little stuff. When they're doing their what, little stuff. Whatever those people do in those oh, holes. Those, those, those weird I people. Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That yeah, was that was another possibility, and of course, as soon as anybody mentions the Freemasons, then it's like everyone goes, "Well, it's Ooh. it's the Ark of the Covenant, or you know, the, the Eye of Horus, or the um, you know, or you just worship the devil." Well, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, crazy mystery, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I can't believe I've never heard of that one. before. Yeah, I've heard about that one before, and I, I kind of I was I was really struggling with what to do this episode, if I was honest, and I was it got to almost kind of breaking point didn't it because i <laughs> pretty much wrote about 80 percent of that today <laughs> did you oh yeah. wow i wrote okay. about 20 percent yesterday and just yeah well, for the life of me my mini is going to be inspired not <laughs> but yeah literally yeah normally I, I try and write on the tuesday to be ready for thursday evening although we these days we tend to we tend to record on a friday we don't need but any of this by tuesday i didn't know what i was going to do and I was starting to panic. And then I went, I don't know what I looked at, actually, but I saw Oak Island and I was like, ah. Uh-huh. And then the first thing I did was go to our host's page to see if I'd already covered it. <laughs> Do you know what I literally said earlier? I yeah. can't remember what we've covered and what we haven't. It's getting to that point. Now. I, I mean, write... we've done 50 episodes in 30 minutes, 33, 34 and minutes. And I don't have a brain that holds these things. No, well, I this think... is why I go on the website. I'll have to give you your login for it so you can check on it. Wow, so like, what, two and a bit years in, I'm finally getting my login. You've literally never asked. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. You've never gone, hey, what are the stats this week? What are our numbers? You've told me stuff. I've told you some stuff, yeah. But don't I don't ask. do this for the fame. I do it for the fun. Well, that's bloody lucky, isn't it? Because we're not famous. <laughs> we're not even infamous, which Someone recognised nice. me in the street. No, they didn't at all. Yeah, you went to school with them, you Burke. <laughs> True. <laughs> it was your mum. <laughs> I didn't go to school with my mum, you wish. Well, she probably took you at some point. Oh, no, no. you went by bus, didn't you, all the time? Because you lived out in Farmville. <laughs> Farmville, yes. Farmville, Cambridgeshire. <laughs> Just. And the only way to get to any kind of school was by bus. It was like or Fred Flintstone-style bus with like feet sticking out the bottom. <laughs> Everybody run. <laughs> Why are we carrying this bus frame? We could just be running without it. Shut I up, know. this is a bus. Took ages. Um, <laughs> Luckily, it's flat round here, so you don't God. have to go up a mountain. <laughs> oh. 
let's just get rid of all of this. Just, okay. It's all just wrong. This is all just wrong. Fine. It's fine. It's all flavour. It's all good. Your flavour. This is what people turn it t- turn in for, tune in for, tune out for. Uh, <sighs> right. Anyway. That was wonderful, love. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so sincere. Good love. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> no, I did. It was really cool. I am going to look for some pictures. Yeah. I can point you to some links. There will be links in the show notes. There is a lot more to... I really struggled, actually, to keep this down to under 3,000 words. Okay. But also, I kind of want to go there with a chainsaw and... <laughs> I want to down cut, all the trees. I'm going to cut down all kill the... Kill somebody. Yeah, and kill somebody and then go... And then suddenly this chest pops out yeah, from the middle of the room. It was all worth it. Oh, no, I'm going to jail. And, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go with you because you'd be engineering some kind of accident for me, I'm sure. We've already talked about like the fact they'd never find my body. Well, if I need to... Like, someone... It doesn't say not anything me. about women. No, it, it doesn't. Not, no. It says men. Well, so. that's that's what you want to do. Just round up a load of women. Find, just find the truth. That's it. I bet ah. you. I bet you. If Some women went there, we'd find it, and we'd be like, "It's literally just there at the bottom yeah. of that tree." Oh, did you all have to move men, something? All these men came here <laughs> and did all of that stuff, and it was literally right there all the fucking long. We told them. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys fixated on this tunnel, and there's the women just trips over a chest. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. out in the middle of the forest. <laughs> Yeah, I think you that's just, what you were looking for. You didn't no, follow, no, 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 no. Uh, hole, you know hole. We've got to dig. You, We've got to do work. You didn't follow the instructions. You didn't follow the, in, the the directions. It was literally you just had to cut the things down, and it was right there. Hush, all, woman, we're engineering. It's like you've been, dug this <laughs> hole, and in the trees around you are all of the chests. Yeah. Because you just didn't that's cut it. the you trees cut, down. You cut down all the trees, and all the trees are hollow, and there's a load of gold in each one. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Never know. Be like. Bella in the witch the channel, seven, you know. The seven men must die thing was just Captain Kid pranking again. He was just like, yeah, that'd be funny. Let's, let's tell him seven men have to die and see what happens. Unless seven generations have to die. Oh. So that's the length of time it will take. And then you okay. have to cut down. But if you say if you say people generally live back then, lived to what, about 40 50? No, it was it wasn't as bad as that. No, I okay. Mean, on the 60s, seas, on the seas, on the seas, maybe had yeah. their kids at like let's say twenty. Had the kids at twenty, so, so you've got a new generation 20, every twenty years. So twenty. So one hundred and forty years. Sixty, eighty. I'm already there. What? One hundred and forty years. Two times seven. Fourteen. Twenty years. Seven generations, 140 years so, have to have passed, and it's been longer than that already. Yeah, and then you have to cut down all of the trees. Yeah. Because the trees would have grown from a certain height to a certain height, and then they have to be cut down, which means something happened. Yeah, maybe. But again, even that. Now I just need loads of money really. and a passport. <laughs> That's not all you need. <laughs> and a chainsaw. That's right. And a therapist. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. To talk you out of it, hopefully. Why? Yeah, I no, I, I, I think there's either nothing there. I mean, this, this whole there's oh, either we, something there or we, there's not. Those are the two options. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but this whole oh, we we saw human remains and 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 possible chests. It's like if you thought you'd seen a chest, you would not have given up. Yeah. And your investors would have gone, okay, here's a bit more cash, get down there. Yeah. But they didn't manage it, so no. no. Sorry, no. If we can get into the pyramids... And why has nobody stuck any bloody cameras down there? Apart from the fact that I don't think they can find the the, the original shaft anymore. 
but, but yeah. like they should be they should be able to like scan the island or something you know all that stuff they well do. yeah i mean in, in theory there's those like ground penetrating radar now exactly. and stuff like that, that they, they should be able use. to find the, and this stuff. the rick and marty i keep thinking you're gonna say rick and morty I know and it's you just do, wrong it's, wrong wrong exactly I was like, what, why i kept what, writing what? it like that because it was hilarious but yeah they've done like seismic readings and stuff like that which apparently showed some possible sunken ship and i'm like if it was a possible sunken ship at why the didn't of the swamp, you search it you'd have dredged the swamp yeah you'd have sent in divers or something it would be out and, and but, there. Yeah. I think I think the thing is, they know full well that finding something on a reality TV show like that isn't actually as good as teasing and tantalising oh, something. Because that's how you get people to keep watching. Yeah. You go, oh, we found, oh, we a, found it. We and found they go, oh, don't watch Roman, anymore. Roman Sold coin. It. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Episode three. Yeah, we found the treasure. We've got it. Right. Yeah, but Done. people would still want to know what was in the treasure, but you're not going to get any, you know, the yeah, second second sure. series. Oh, what did we do with the treasure? But it, oh, we just put it, it in a museum. It did make me laugh when I was looking up a thing that, that was literally like, all the stuff that has been found <gasps> in the Curse of Oak Island series, and literally 90% of it was 17th century coins. It was I'm just like, stuff okay. that people took there when they were looking. Which they found with metal detectors just around the island. Stuff it wasn't that people dropped even, yeah, when exactly. they were looking for the original yeah. treasure. yeah. And and also, you know, that apparently there might have been uh, a garrison stationed on the island at some point to keep yeah. a lookout at sea, and yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, it just sounded like it was it was just all stuff from about the 17th century, give or take, and a couple of interesting little bits and pieces, like a, like you say, like a decorative keyhole plate, yeah, and a and a, a, a what looked like a hinge. I mean, it was quite a decent size hinge because I saw a picture of it that could have been from a chest, but that could have easily have been from you know, a chest that held firearms or firewood. Well, a hinge. Or it could be a door or a anything. window off of one of the boats, Maybe. you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, despite all the searching and all the money that's been poured Madness. into it, nobody has recovered much more than a few old coins and a ring. So back to my original thing, you just send in Scrooge McDuck. I mean, that's the thing. If you'd have sent in Scrooge McDuck, if there was anything there... He'd have found it. He'd have, he'd have gone like one of those pointer dogs. And then he'd be swimming through it. 140 feet down. But you can't go straight down here. You've got to go around. Oh, I don't know. Scrooge McDuck was Scottish, wasn't he? Yeah. 140 feet down. But you can't go straight down. You've got to go around. There you go. Perfect. Great. <laughs> So, thanks for that, love. You're welcome. We've got to do that thing at the end that I always still yeah. forget. Yeah. Uh, Every two weeks for 50 episodes and you can't remember it. I know. <laughs> so, we've got Facebook page. Facebook.com slash stories of strangeness. We've got Instagram. Instagram.com slash stories of strangeness. I don't think we do anything with the website anymore. And we haven't got a website anymore. We haven't got a website anymore. It so burnt down and fell over. Okay. Because I didn't pay pit. them. Oh, dear. Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. Nobody was ever using the website, to be honest with you, so I didn't bother keeping okay. it up. If you want to send us any listener stories, you can send us an email. Yep, storiesofstrangeness at gmail.com. And if you would like to support the show, we do have a Patreon. We do. And for, was it £3.50 or £3 a something? Same, every, everyone oh, for the last off. 50 episodes, 49 <laughs> episodes, it is £3 a month, and that gives you access to all of the back catalogue of 30, is it 33 Three? by the time you... 
probably listen to this. today, yep. Or so, 32 or 33 minisodes, time-lapse videos of art that we used to do. <laughs> All the <laughs> outtakes and random stuff. Yeah, outtakes and fun and bits and pieces. That's £3 a month. That's all it's going to cost you. And if you'd rather not sign up to a subscription and you just want to say, I'd love to support the show, you can also find our coffee page and buy us a coffee. That would be lovely. I love coffee. Yeah. And cider. Yes. Is there a cider page? No. Okay. Also, we've got a Redbubble account, haven't we? We do. And um, you can buy some of the art that we used to do on also T-shirts just, and things you know, like that. Our but, logo, Stories yeah. of Strangers, and it's a really cool logo. You want to rep green the podcast, rep away. Yeah, so you just need to search for... Zoe and Mike. All one word on Redbubble. And yeah, there's all kinds of random stuff on there, quite frankly. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's us. I think I'm going to go and feed the hedgehogs now. I can hear them snorting around outside. What to? The cat. She won't eat them. I think it's probably She's her. terrified of them. She lets them eat, their, uh, eat her food. Yeah, but wouldn't I you? I think she learned a valuable lesson at one point. If, I'm sorry, but if a hedgehog came in here, climbed onto your plate and started eating your food, what would you do? I'd pick up the plate and fling it all outside and go and make more food. Well, maybe not fling. Maybe I'd set up a dartboard and make it, make it roll up and throw it at that. I'm kidding. I'm vegan. I'm not going to do anything nasty to an animal, am I? You look at them. That's, that's a fair point. Anyway, let's go now. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you.